Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide for this time that's dedicated just for you to pause and rest, to refill your soul with God's loving promise, and to learn a simple soul care tip, an action you can take to restore calm to your emotions and your body. Friends, this week it's Thanksgiving, and my question for you is, what would you do if you were going through a difficult season during Thanksgiving? How can we give thanks when we're feeling wounded or brokenhearted? Many of us are saying goodbye to loved ones or places that it's a season of change and letting go. Others of us are grieving losses, loss of a loved one or something that's in your current season that you're feeling deeply the missing piece of something that is just difficult to restore in your life as there's so many different experiences and moments as we see people feeling happy and joyful and of course feeling happy and joyful is good but how do we become grateful or experience gratitude in our hearts in a real deep way those of you who have been journeying on soul care with me through this brief podcast knows that We don't want to minimize how we feel. God cares about how we feel. So what is that balance between acknowledging our difficult feelings and expressing gratitude? That's our question today, because what we want to experience is God's comfort and his peace in a way that's real, not just in our minds, not just through head knowledge, although that is important to be able to know the things that God is doing in our lives and we see his hand, but more importantly for soul care, when we want to nurture emotions and our body's wellness, it's important to experience it. So that is a question that we're going to explore today. And I just cannot wait to share with you the wisdom that has been gained through a journey of healing. All of us are going through some form of healing. It's part of the human condition. Is as we go through our ups and downs, we walk through the valleys and the mountaintops, even as we scale the mountaintops, there are other places in our lives where God is doing new things. And when he's doing new things, it means the old is becoming new. And that little spot of transition is where we want to encourage, strengthen, and comfort you. So first let's inhale and let's exhale because God is with us and we can breathe. We can inhale God's love and exhale our stress. When we come back, we'll begin to refill your soul with God's peace and joy. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. 
we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, during the season of my journey, my faith journey, where I had to heal from anxiety and very severely panic attacks and even feelings of depression. Now, I had very mixed feelings about the Thanksgiving holiday. On one hand, it's a wonderful holiday tucked right before Christmas with no agenda other than to gather and eat a traditional turkey meal. But for some of us, Thanksgiving holds a different kind of stress which is feeling brokenness. Again, memories start to surface. So even as you are participating in the festivities, there is an internal experience you may be having that's very personal, and they may be coming through memories that are surfacing. So we want to talk about what do we do about that? Because we want to redefine gratitude. We want to be able to see God even in the brokenness as a surface, because God is always faithful to love us. We want to receive that comfort. We don't want to minimize how we're feeling, but we want to bring ourselves to God and to experience his comfort. Now, there's a myth I want to talk about in some Christian social circles that if we're struggling with discouragement, if we're feeling doubt, we're feeling hurt or sadness, unfortunately, there's a myth that's out there that it is due to the fact that we're not being grateful. For most of my life, I've been afraid to share about those times I felt overwhelmed emotionally, especially when I felt stuck, whether it was in friendships or ministry, my career, relationships, or dysfunctional family dynamics, and particularly during the holidays. You know, I didn't want people to misjudge me because I honestly have been grateful for everything God has done for me and provided. But friend, does being grateful mean emotional amnesia? I'm going to ask that again. Does being grateful mean we have to have emotional amnesia? (laughs) You know, it's a rhetorical question because the answer is no. God wants us to bring all of ourselves to him. All of ourselves to him. I love this very comforting verse in scripture where God says he keeps track of all our sorrows. The psalmist David said, you've collected all my tears in your bottle. You recorded each one in your book. You know, God welcomes us. He takes those parts of us that we are not able to share with others because we feel this burden that we don't want to allow our experiences, those those hard, difficult feelings to affect others. But see, Jesus, he's so special. He's the 
shepherd of our soul, and his arms are strong enough to carry us. We're never too heavy for him. Our feelings are never overwhelming to Jesus. And I love how we have this picture that God is actually writing down in his book all those tears and the stories behind it because he honors those difficult times in our lives. There's a story that God is walking us through. So friend, what is that season for you right now as we enter into Thanksgiving week? What is that difficult season or difficult parts? Because we have both old and new. Scripture tells us in Ephesians that we are always putting off the old and putting on the new. We're renewing the new person within us. And so it's always old and new being replaced. So there can't be new without God touching on our lives, areas he wants to renew. So it's not something we need to hide because God is very much aware and his heart is wrapping around ours. Now, I've always felt that I've had to hold my breath until God resolved the journey that I was on in order for me to show others, hey, this is how God came through for me. And so I based my faith on how competent I was in being happy and strong until everything could be wrapped up in a pretty bow. And then that's when we give our testimony, right? But most of life isn't like this, right, friend? We we are in the middle of something. We're all in the middle of something. And so I had to learn this spiritual soul care lesson the hard way because I compartmentalized. Another way to put it is I was going to put that part of myself that was feeling those mixed feelings to the side. And so compartmentalizing means closing the door on the things that are really happening in our hearts. And most of us have been there, right? When we're down about things, somebody might have said to you, be thankful. There's so many people who are worse off. Have you ever gotten that kind of message when maybe you were sharing something hard? I know it was well intended, but it can make us feel guilty and ashamed. So we hide those parts of us that are suffering. But I know now, having gone through the soul care journey with Jesus, that it's not only not healthy, but God actually welcomes us. He wants us to heal and have that freedom. It's a freedom of intimacy when you're with somebody who you can confide in. Remember the blind man that Jesus encountered in the gospel? Jesus didn't say to the blind man, be thankful you can walk. Why are you complaining that you're blind? No, I don't even want to suggest that's even a consideration, right? Jesus had compassion for each person's plight and condition, and Jesus never compared anybody's pain. So friend, whatever it is that might be carrying a weight on your heart or your shoulders, know that there's nothing too small that isn't important to Jesus. And he wants you to just release your burdens and stress to him so he can carry them with you and for you. Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus didn't say, come to me, those who are cheerful and strong and worry-free. No, Jesus welcomes us. And, you know, we try to alleviate our suffering by minimizing our need to be known. And we live these emotionally 
isolated lives. In fact, our current digitally connected generation, we're the most digitally connected generation ever, but we're the most lonely. The statistics right now that are out there is that this is the loneliest we've ever been as a culture, as people are surveyed and asked about loneliness. Jesus understands that being thankful doesn't necessarily take away the struggles that we're walking through, but Jesus loves us in our struggles. And that is what makes that burden lighter. So I want to share with you 10 ways that God is redefining gratitude for us. And before I head into those 10 different ways, and I want you to kind of consider which one is God redefining what it means to be gratitude. This is kind of a real Thanksgiving list. It's a soul care Thanksgiving list. Before I launch into those 10 ways to redefine gratitude, I just really want to encourage you to hop on over to my holiday favorite things soul care list. You know, Oprah, she has her favorite things list and everybody just gets so excited to see what did Oprah handpick, right? And so I really wanted as your soul care mentor and as your soul care guide, I said, I want to cultivate, I want to curate all my favorite soul care products that have given me comfort throughout the years. And I want to share those ideas with you because they can help spark ideas for you. And yes, you're going to be pouring out during the holidays to those you love. And as your soul care mentor, I want to encourage you and give you permission to gift yourself the gift of rest, comfort, soul care, peace, and joy, whatever it is that can help encourage you to experience God's peace and joy. It is important for you to prioritize it because this is how you can experience God with you. Jesus said, we just heard his beautiful words in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He said, come to me and you will find rest. And with the ladies that are currently in soul care school, all the soul care sisters, we've been studying this passage and we can see that Jesus goes on to say, we sometimes forget there's another part of the verse in verse 29. Jesus says, learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. It's interesting. Jesus says, learn from me and learning is such an important, wonderful, freeing action Studies in science, brain science shows that when we learn something new, now something you want to learn, your brain releases dopamine and it's a motivating hormone that releases. So in treating burnout, they actually did this as a study for actually for companies and corporations, because so many people are burned out, you know, in the pandemic, working from home, there's no boundary. So they use learning. They would have them take different breaks and do things that helped them feel inspired and did some learning activities. And that helped re-energize people. So it's very important that we learn how to rest because Jesus said, you'll find rest. We have a part together with Jesus to experience this rest, right? Faith always involves action. Faith always involves putting feet to our faith, right? We believe with our minds and our hearts but we have to take action. Even scripture says that when we confess with our mouth, we believe in our hearts, we experience new life. Well, we want to continue to put feet to faith 
in our relationship, we've got to experience this risk. So you have to find it. You have to explore it. So look in the show notes this week. I had the holiday soul care favorite things list for 2023. I want you to look at these products and use it to generate some ideas. You know, when we do give gifts, I always find giving meaningful soul care gifts that can help people with their wellness are just so welcomed and people love it. I've These are gift ideas that I've had throughout the years through my own journey that have helped giving me comfort. And every time I give them, people are always so happy. In fact, just this past week, there was a friend who had started having chemotherapy and I put some of these gifts in a little bag. And it was so interesting. One of the things that she immediately went towards was the jasmine green tea. Green tea has antioxidant. Jasmine research shows actually has, it releases a fragrance that increases the feelings of well-being. It impacts the part of the brain's central nervous system, chemical known as GABA, and it results in calming of the nerves and soothing of anxiety and mild depression, and it facilitates rest. So it was interesting that she told me that was one of the first things she enjoyed and had that tea. And the second thing are these, they're called the shower steamers, has eucalyptus. And eucalyptus has been shown in aromatherapy to lower anxiety. And taking showers also has, with heat, also helps with pain in our body and soothes and relaxes us in the evening to aid sleep. So usually I like to give the soul care tip at the end, but today I just wanted to integrate it because I want to invite you to take a look to go to my soul care store. And when you go there, it'll generate some good ideas for yourself first, prioritize your own well-being, and then see what gifts bring a friend to mind. We want to encourage others during the season because we all are going through a lot. And so these are little encouragements that we can give, right? Love language, one of them is gift giving. Okay, so coming back. Coming back to the importance of redefining gratitude. There are 10 ways to redefine gratitude. And so I'm giving you a little teaser because I want to just share five and I want to invite you to join my mailing list, the newsletter, so that you can see all 10. (laughs) But I want to just introduce five to you now. So as you're listening, you can relax and not feel like you need to pull out some notes or take notes or anything like that, but just rest. And as I read them to you, I just want you to breathe in God's love and allow yourself to have permission to redefine what it means to have gratitude. We're going to take a little break and hear from our sponsors, and then we'll come back and we will breathe in these wonderful ways to experience God's love and in return, express that gratitude. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. 
Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Well, friend, Jesus himself understands that being thankful doesn't necessarily take away the struggle. You remember one night, Jesus, he shared a Passover meal of Thanksgiving. Passover meal was a traditional meal the Jewish people participated in to be thankful for how God had saved them. And yet even during this meal of Thanksgiving, Jesus confided in his inner turmoil. Even though Jesus had literally given thanks for the bread and the cup earlier in the evening, right, for what we call communion, right? He gave thanks for the bread and the cup with his closest friends. Jesus later that night, after giving thanks, this is a quote from Matthew chapter 26, 37 to 38. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here with me. I'm very sad. It feels as if I'm dying. This is the CEB translation. Jesus didn't want the struggle, but he loved us and he chose to be broken. So friends, this Thanksgiving, if you're feeling some of those broken pieces and you feel that burden of hiding them, I just really want to invite you to open your heart to a real Thanksgiving list, the one that Jesus understands and honors and loves you so you can receive his comfort as you grieve whatever losses that might be surfacing. By redefining how we think about gratitude on our journey of faith, it doesn't mean we only look at life through the lens of success or failure. So here are five ways to see how God redefines gratitude for us. I'm going to share them in first person. So I'm going to say, I'm thankful. And you can kind of just breathe in and breathe out and see which one you identify with. The first one is, I'm thankful because I can be in need. I can be in need because then I can go on a new journey with God to find his comfort. Isaiah 66, 13, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. Breathe in as a mother comforts her child. Breathe out, so I will comfort you. The second thing that I can be thankful for is that I can feel sadness. I don't have to live separated from my heart. I can cry. I can feel afraid because God loves all parts of my story. In Psalm 56, 8, we see the psalmist, you keep track of my sorrows. You've recorded each one in your book. You've collected my tears. So that can be your breath prayer. Breathe in. You keep track of my sorrows. Breathe out. You've collected all my tears. The third thing we can be thankful for, I can say, I don't have to want suffering, but I can choose to embrace it because God doesn't see us as shameful. In Psalm 43, 1, the psalmist says, Do not be afraid. I have reclaimed you. I have called you by name. The third area that we can be thankful for is that I don't have to want suffering, but I can feel God's arms around me. God doesn't see it as shameful when we suffer. In Isaiah 43, 1, God says, Do not be afraid. I have redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. That can be your breath prayer. 
Breathe in. I've called you by name. Breathe out. You are mine. Fourth, I can fall apart because Jesus carries wool. That's the fourth area we can be thankful for. Even in your old age and gray hairs, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. Isaiah 46.4. That can be your breath prayer. I have made you. Breathe in. Breathe out. I will carry you. The fifth final area that we can be thankful for is God's promises. God will never abandon you. And God is never going to leave you. In Psalm 27.10, Scripture tells us, For my father and my mother may have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Breathe in. The Lord will take me in. Breathe out. The Lord will take me in. As you journey through Thanksgiving this week, I just want to encourage you that We can find God with us no matter what season we're in. And we can be thankful that God comforts us, He loves us, and He is faithful. Well, friend, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for always being with us. Thank you for always being there. Even when others may leave us, you will never leave us. You are our treasure. You are our treasure in this life. Thank you that nothing can ever separate me from being loved by you. No trouble, no hardship, no persecution, no hunger, no danger, and even death itself can tear me away from you. I will never be parted from you, for you are my home and you are my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friend, I want to welcome you to pause and take a look at the show notes today because I want you to visit the Holiday Soul Care Store. It's filled with wonderful, wonderful gift ideas that are soul care infused with well-being. And I want you to make sure you prioritize your well-being as you're going to be pouring out this season especially if you are going through a healing season or a time of loss and grieving. It's so important to refill your reserves, your peace and your joy with God to feel his comfort. And so I put together this 46 wonderful soul care ideas for you. And for those of you who have the love language of gift giving, I want you to take a look at these soul care products because they're just wonderful. Anytime I've gifted these gifts that promote soul care wellness, friends just love it. So let's use this season to be meaningful and help our friends draw near to God. And most importantly, my heart is for you that you will refill your soul this season as we step into a season of Thanksgiving and the holiday of Christmas season, remembering God's great and deep love for us. Well, remember you're loved and you're cherished just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. 
For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.